Oh my god, episode 428, Graham. Oh, it's 428 <laughs> somewhere, bro. <laughs> oh, wait, that doesn't happen anywhere. Damn yeah. it. Well, halfway to uh, 856, guys. Yeah, we're going to make Ooh. it. A third of the way to 1284, I believe. Aaron, check my math. I'm usually Close correct. Enough. I'm always correct. <laughs> So this is our special Comic-Con wrap-up episode. You got uh, the Rick Myers uh, Kung Fu uh, uh, movie episode that we do every year. Mm -hmm. Always some great insight. I was correct. Yes. 1284. My fucking skills at doubling and tripling a number in my brain. Has it ever helped you in Vegas? Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah. There's a dog barking in the background, yeah, folks, because say, like, um, we live in a world where uh, there's there's no more boundaries. You don't just dogs can go anywhere. We don't leave dogs at home. <laughs> no, no, they're like people. Nope. And mm-hmm. which they're not. They're comfort animals. No, that's a bullshit excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they don't know when the lights on for the booth. If you have so. clinically diagnosed PTSD. I'll buy it. If you're yeah. just like, I need Mr. Frumples, then no. Yeah. <laughs> Does Jackie Cation get to bring her iguana Tiberius on a plane because she doesn't like flying? Uh, no, but I would support her if she did. <laughs> so would I, actually. It was, yeah, Chris and I are going to be on board with this that This feels one. like yeah. a Ron Howard-style disagreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, no, don't get me wrong. If it was a dog, no. I just like lizards. <laughs> it's a reptile thing. Herpetologists unite. <laughs> You know, <laughs> iguanas are quiet, they don't bark, and they, you it's can true. feed them vegetables. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, perfect for a plane. Do you think I tell the people outside that they know that they have a dog in a podcasting studio? That, no, no. It's, uh, you guys keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, by so, the way. Uh, Comic-Con. Now, we get to go every year, and uh, it's always fun, but like we've said it before, it's... Uh, it's one of those things where uh, I love going, but man, the crowds. And every year it feels like there's more people. I know it sells out every year. And it feels like, well, it's capped. There's no way this crowd can get any larger. Yet yet every year it feels more crowded. Well, you know, people could be buying. The only thing you can say is people could be buying that weekend pass and not coming until Friday night or something. I don't feel like it gets more crowded than the year before. I just feel like it's always really crowded. It's the same number of people, and it just mm-hmm. feels overwhelming the first time I see it every time. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's like Thursday seemed harder to get through the vendor's floor. Right. Maybe it's just the more people are in the vendor's floor and not in panels. I think I, I think well, that's sort of... a shop or something. I yeah. think some of that like is just the randomness of when you're walking the floor. There right. could just have been a influx of whatever. Well, he's bringing back his math... Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of and probability, a lot of logistics and <laughs> like, numbers like, involved in well, what they don't where sell part of the room passes. is busier than yeah. the other part. Now, preview and night, I will say, is fairly manageable, but it's only three hours. It's uh, you know, and that first hour is people, the crazy people who have already lined up for hours to get into the floor right at six, so you can't get in yeah. probably till about seven anyway. So you've got about yeah. two hours of you know they got to get those crowd. exclusives, Chris. Yes, they exactly. got to get those the four exclusives. Yeah. So it was the and then, have because they'll be gone instantaneously. And then Thursday, we got there early. It was packed. But then I went back Thursday before our panel, like those last couple hours of the uh, show floor. Mm-hmm. It was manageable yeah. again. It's uh, It really is kind yeah. of a timing thing. And then we try to avoid the floors Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. Saturday's yeah. still... Again, it's I mean, Friday's There's still only yeah. a finite yeah. number of passes they sell. They don't sell more passes yeah. each year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Friday still was, I mean... 
it was crowded, but but doable. I mean, you know, you can find the little pockets still between humans, right? But I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't want to see it on a Saturday anymore. Yeah, it would yeah. just be too much. And quarter it's also... the way to seventeen twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, don't don't ask me to check those numbers because yeah. math wasn't my subject. And everything's gotten more spread out. As uh, you know, there have been rumors every year. You hear the same rumors: Comic Con's leaving. It's going to L.A. It's going to Las Vegas. It's um, not. It's not staying in San Diego. San Diego year... will kill its own mother yes every <laughs> every year you know that one's false. i think that san already diego, happened maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe i think there's some bodies Possibly. in san diego harbor san diego will never let it go well that's what, like that's why i heard they were going to build it over the bodies in the of, of in the, yeah. in the, bay. the ocean yeah yeah, yeah. so that was the next thing rumors like oh we're gonna build out the convention center over the water then that never happened so what they've done is slowly take over the rest of the city i haven't mm. i gotta say yeah. the last two years I haven't heard any of those they're going to move rumors. Right. I think because that's they that, have yeah. done the thing you said. They have yeah. literally, this was the most into downtown it felt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like the uh, the programs that used to be on the convent, like in the uh, uh, programming uh, rooms, they've been moved. Like the, remember the Comic-Con International Film Festival, you mm-hmm. know, we were a part of and uh, um, we've had films play there. Uh, no longer in the convention center. They moved that entirely to the Marriott. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the art show that used to be on the floor, yeah. that was actually in the hotel we were staying in. It was the Hyatt. It was like two hotels over. So yeah. you've got all these extra programs, too, that they, they're starting to put in the hotel surrounding Comic-Con. And then you've got yeah. all the activations that, you know, people build. Like that Jack Ryan one is insane. That was insane. It was with a helicopter on a second-floor scaffolding yeah, or something. Yeah. I, I think yeah. some of those, honestly... Some of my fondest memories of Comic-Con have been the stuff that's off the, the floor. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that Gotham City one several years ago. When right. They, and they had all of the Batmobiles mm-hmm. from all the movies. That yeah. was, uh, that was yeah. nuts. The one I'm really sorry I missed last year was the Blade Runner one. Yeah. We were talking about that before. I really yeah. wanted to see the Blade Runner. Just that's a bummer. Get in. There was in. always some long yeah. ass line. Long last line. Year. Tried Huge. to, you know, Matt Weinhold got in, said it was amazing because he had like a press connection, but that was uh, yeah. that was the only way. Like, like, and and you know, also San Diego can be rather warm in July, and there's no it shade. That's, so that's literally, for, that's you're, true. You could they, be two to three hours just baking in the sun before you even get to the. They really top need of the to. Line. That's something they should totally address. I mean, how? I mean, out of all the money that they spend, what what would a few tents cost to put for the lines? Right. At least. The first third of the lines, because I mean, yeah. you know, they do that for Hall H and like the, yeah. for some of those, but like yeah. for the activations, because they, they're there for yeah. you know twenty hours. Those yeah. people, Hall H, <laughs> they get in line like the afternoon before on Friday yeah. for Saturday morning at nine. Mm-hmm. It is um, crazy how you could come to San Diego without a badge and, and still do a ton of stuff. Have an Comic-Con. amazing comedy. Yeah, yeah, you could because mm-hmm. you're really only missing. I mean, if you know, the panels, of course, are the one things you really want to see in that sense. But I mean, you know, if you don't mind not spending all your money on the vendors' floor, right? You know, I mean, it's like you're only missing the panels yeah i mean you've got petco park you've got uh, yeah. all the uh the hotels and you've got like it used to be some of the stuff too that uh um you needed badges for like uh you don't anymore like now that yeah. the art show is in the hotel it was just open to the public well and i went mm-hmm. i went to that james t kirk bourbon tasting uh what <laughs> wait i didn't hear about this no <laughs> it was, that was yeah, the highlight this. of the con i yeah, think for neil about this uh, hey, it was open bar but there were people mm-hmm. online who were not part of the they didn't have a badge or anything, so yeah. they were still able to go. Um, so what, yeah, there was what, this what company, was the connection between this, Bourbon and James this company, <laughs> This company is like screen, screen icons, 
like distilleries or something. It's very obvious. It's a kind of a it's a novelty thing, obviously, but it's a it's a it's a bourbon blended bourbon, um, and it's James T. Kirk bourbon, and it's you know the signature of James T. Kirk on the bottle. It's great. I could show you a picture if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, and this bar, Rustic, up on on Fifth, like three blocks up, was doing a two to six bourbon tasting on Thursday. So you get in line and they go upstairs. It's this bar and it's open bar. You get you know you get you know a half ounce or whatever of the bourbon mm-hmm. to taste, and then it's you know just open bar for, <laughs> for right. you're up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to that, and um, you know it's a, it's a good bourbon, not a not a great bourbon. I mean mm-hmm. it wasn't. A, it's, it's going for like pre order was like sixty bucks. It's a little oh, more wow. like Romulan like, Ale. It's more like <laughs> 40, 45, 40 or forty five. Yeah, I mean yeah, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, it was, but it was fun. It was something something different to do. Mm-hmm. I see. That's met those some are the people. It was cool. That I love about Comic Con is that kind of stuff. That's right. sort of. I know it's like a branded thing or whatever. Yeah, it's like, a total novelty thing. You never. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. But, I remember the protest. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. The the shark. One of the Sharknado movies was coming out, and their protest. They're walking on the streets holding signs, and the woman was like, "What do we want? Sharks? Where do we want them? In tornadoes?" And then why? And you're, we were just like sitting out having lunch yeah. in gas lamp, and there's that goes by. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, there was somebody uh, doing the. Uh, there was a guy like dressed up in a military gear with the monarch symbol on his right. jacket. And there was a girl holding signs, you know, like uh, you know, believe in Godzilla. You know, <laughs> like, you'll be saying my Godzilla. So I was parodying all the. The Jesus freaks, right? Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it, it, it's uh, you know, and I, I bring the kids down there, so it's we got to watch our spending because they always see a ton of things on yeah. the uh, on the floor. Uh, but some of the stuff, it's like kind of ridiculous. Like you can't even get near. Like uh, you know, my wife is a big fan of uh, Snoopy and Peanuts, and they had like a big Peanuts booth. Yeah, down they there. did. And like it's Thursday morning, she wants to just shop for a couple t shirts. Line already cut off. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> yeah. couldn't shop for peanut stuff. Like, uh, like, cause, you know, they, they bring exclusive stuff you can only buy at the con. Sure. But, you know, at the same time, then it eliminates anybody else who just wants to, you know, buy your regular merchandise. Yeah. What were some so. of the coolest outfits you saw? Oh, let's see. Uh, I saw a pretty cool, uh, actually, Transformer, uh, the original 80s animated. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, not Optimus, but, uh, Bumblebee? No, a bad guy. I can't remember all of a sudden. Soundwave? <laughs> no. Megatron? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so bad guy. The bad guy. The one's going to go along yeah. for a while. <laughs> I could have kept going. I, I was going to listen. I know. Well, Chris could have yeah, gone yeah, on. Yeah, Chris yeah. could have <laughs> gone on for a while. But he was a guy on stilts. But and, you know, but he had. But they were covered up. All the, you know, all the. Uh, it looked just like him from the animated show. The oh, very cool. Uh, so you know he was like ten feet tall, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had like a a voice changer, so it sounded wow, like Megatron. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's I could show you that too on my phone if you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that one's a really cool one. Um, it's a Hawkman with actually, like saw, uh, you know giant wings. I saw one of those. That yeah. was like crazy. Like you know some of the detail that goes mm-hmm. into these. And it's funny. I stand out. A lot of people. I noticed a lot of ones that I saw last year. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of repeat people there. Um, I also saw the. Uh, the Spock guy, L.A. Spock, he's really tall, and he goes to all the sandy. Uh, he goes to oh, doesn't he? He's like he a dead the, ringer for Spock. Yeah, and he's super tall, but he looks just like Nimoy mm-hmm. and sounds like him too, actually. Oh wow! And uh, he was there on Friday. I saw him. He showed up on Friday, and I chatted with him outside because I'll be seeing him at 
in Vegas next week at the Star Trek convention. Yeah, yeah. So. He makes the rounds. He does. Mm-hmm. He was there. And actually, I saw a photo later on Twitter that there's a guy who plays, does a Kirk, and he's with him. And he's been, I've seen both of those guys at oh, Vegas great. Trek every year. So that they were both at Comic-Con this year. My uh, my 13-year-old, my daughter, Bella, she, uh, she got excited. She saw there was a, a guy and a girl as a couple dressed both as the It clowns carrying balloons. Uh, but but <laughs> nice. as a couple, it was hilarious. That's so if you want a picture with them. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of cool uh, costumes. It's like I wonder, too, like – as you look at them, like some of them, are, they're just kind of costumes, but other ones that are like so elaborate, like that Transformers one, it's like yeah, at some it was point, a, it was a pretty elaborate. It's for sure. really hard to just like like how long do you do you wear those all day? Like because you can barely walk around in them. Some of the people have you know they'll come to Comic Con and they'll have five they'll have a different costume every day, and that's what they they'll do. Swap is, out their cosplay. Yeah, every day they'll just have a, a different cosplay. Oh wow, it's Seems pretty like crazy. A lot of work. That's uh, that's it, some commitment. It is a lot of work. Um, this guy was kind of cool. It's I can't really explain it. It's sort, of, it's sort of like a mishmash of various. It's like he has like this gold outfit that looks sort of like a mishmash of Darth Vader, but it's gold and it's, it's just like he's glued a whole bunch of like little trinkets and toys to it. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of custom costumes too. I like the yeah, custom. I really also is. like the sort of so inside, like I saw one year when Lost was really big. Two young women dressed um, like ni- nice, like they had Oceanic Airlines flight attendant outfits, right. and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's yeah. so inside!" Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Like, and especially, I mean, a good rule of thumb is like, I don't know what that character is, just oh, anime. Just, <laughs> yeah, just immediately it assume it's got to be an anime yeah. that uh, we we haven't seen. Yeah. Here's uh, just so you can see what this guy kind of looked like. He was walking by the. Uh, oh, that's Megatron. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Megatron. Cool. I love can, the mashup ones, too. You can see a lot of these online. Like, I saw one that made me laugh. Like, they were talking about it was Indiana Jones and somebody was dressed as a boulder chasing them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones with a boulder chasing is mm-hmm. good. I haven't seen that one. And uh, uh, um, so. You know, it's the kind of thing, too, like, we're fortunate enough to get badges every year because we do Rick's uh, um, panel. But, you know, I hear all the time from people, too, it's like, you know, I've been trying for years. Oh, that's a good costume. Yeah, it's Elisa Marie. Yeah. We're very lucky. She's, we're very we're blessed very we, get, we get passes. We, we hear from, year. like, oh, I've been trying for years. I can never get a pass. And, you know, the other thing uh, is, um, you know, there's no other convention in San Diego that sells out every single hotel room in the city. Yeah. Like, literally, Comic-Con sells out every single room in the city. I do the thing I do every year. I reserve my hotel a year in advance. It's You have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they keep yeah. beaking the price up just a little. Just a little bit. Every year, it's like it's, you know, it's kind of Comic-Con rent control, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you know, it's a little bit each year it's an increase. I saw a banner somewhere that said, uh, you know, somebody was advertising about the economy, I guess since 1989, $450 million in revenue for San Diego. Wow. Wow. And I walked by and I was like, that's a, that's a, for $450 million in revenue since 1989. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Well, I mean, you think about, I mean, you Half sit there and you add it up. All the restaurants are full downtown. Right. All sure. the hotels are packed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are buying everything. Then all the ancillary stuff. Right. Cabs, mm-hmm. Lyft, 
Uber. Yeah. I mean, and every dollar of sponsorship. And then think that of goes all into, like you know, sci-fi mm-hmm. just paying for all the shuttles, like stuff right. like that. Then there's mm-hmm. things you don't really think about much, but think of all the the local shipping. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, people are like, well, I can't take all this home. So they got to they got to spend a few hundred bucks to ship it home yep. to them, mm-hmm. so their stuff will be home when they get there. All the local printing and yeah. all the local marketing that happens. Yeah. All of the all, all of the, the restaurants in town have special menus made for that mm-hmm. week. Right. I mean, I went into that diner and had like an overpriced club sandwich, and it was they had the menu was you know the, the pop colors of like a comic book and yep. it literally said san diego comic-con on, you know on top mm-hmm. oh, st- so staff is always yeah. wearing yeah so there's Comic-Con i mean so whatever. there's yeah talking about you know printing in that context that's just like all the restaurants like we're gonna make uh, we have to make all new branding for yeah. this week our hotel had a uh, deadpool pizza with pepperoni and olives <laughs> to make the mask uh, right? yeah. i mean funny. look and then just think about everyone every you know, Walgreens CVS is going to get overrun with people who yeah. are in town who need toothpaste need and whatever. Batteries, toothpaste, sunscreen, sunscreen, and Advil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's sort a of massive. anti inflammatory yeah. from walking too much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lots of baby powder. Yeah. And coldies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's, if you think about all the money that is spent in there and how much it drastically affects the economy. Yeah, in San Diego. So you no wonder they'd want to hold on to it. Well, one of the things it's obvious we've uh, we've also been talking about too. Like uh, we always do Rick's panel, but you know, eventually we just we just haven't done it because you have to do it so far in advance to do a live comedy film nerds panel from uh, Comic Con. And one thing I learned this year is uh, all the podcasts again have moved now none of them are on the convention uh, floor in the uh, convention rooms anymore now all the uh, uh, they've all moved not down in the panel to the, rooms anymore? no they're not in the panel rooms wow. anymore they moved every single podcast to the library so that's uh, actually the podcasting hub now so oh, if you wow. if any podcast programming is now in the uh, there's like multiple rooms in the library that they do uh, and how far? Where's the library? The library's past Petco Park. I didn't actually make the walk to there, mm. but uh, again, that's another example of how, you know, the convention, like even the stuff that used to be in the convention center, is now yeah. spreading out throughout the city. I gotta say too, it felt like Rick Meyer's panel had more people in it. It was time. it was packed. It was yeah. actually very close to full. Yeah. Until you know the the guys, you know the the film guests as right. it were they when they left. That, that side of the room yeah. definitely thinned, thinned out. Yeah, um, I mean, a lot of it might have been people they brought, like family and whatnot. Um, but that's just that side of the room, and did you know? I hand it to anybody. It was, yeah. it was more full than last year. Yeah, I, I, I hand it to anybody that makes it to the end of it because it's oh, yeah. two and a half hours yeah. long. It's I mean, a it's, long, you're, it's you're long pushing, panel of comic. You're pushing ten forty-five at night. <laughs> or, yeah, so, yeah. It's like it's a long it day. Used to go to eleven. Yeah, well, yeah. last year it went to eleven. I remember that. Yeah, so we it's were like getting pizza at midnight. I think. Or something. Yeah, they tapered it back, which is and part of me is like, I can do two. When we would get out of there at eleven thirty, eleven forty-five, uh, I'd be like, dude, mm-hmm. this is rough. <laughs> but I do like the fact that it's the only panel going on, so everything else is around the convention center is really slowed down. Right, and it's just. It's it's mostly diehards, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of people. People that don't want to go back to their rooms. People are just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to I end. I don't want this to end. <laughs> yeah. Comic-Con lasts forever. Is there something that can happen all night yeah. long? And I want to sit. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's just like, I need a comfortable chair. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about it a little on the Rick Myers episode last week, but there was just some cool stuff. And, yeah. And, uh, 
A little violent. Uh, Audrey uh, took the kids out after uh, about halfway through. Oh, there was yeah. well, yeah. Some of those movies are yeah. pretty brutal. Because I asked Rick, he's like, "Well, everything's PG thirteen, but it's a little violent." And I said, "All right, well, you know, I, I told my wife, I said, just look, look, just try it. If it gets bad, just take them out." And then, yeah. and they were hungry anyway. This is like they were tired. They were done by about nine thirty. Right. <laughs> they were done, regardless yeah. of how violent the films were. They were done. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, um, so let's talk about some trailers. Now, the, one of the things about Comic-Con every year is that um, all the new trailers drop. Now, Marvel yeah. and Disney were absent this year. Uh, sometimes well, they're there, sometimes they're not. Let's face it. They were pretty busy this year. Yeah. They, you know, they've got time to, yeah. to... They can dangle all the carrot to us in, you know, exactly. later in the they fall. They don't need yeah, Comic-Con. Yeah. They, they don't. don't. No, something. They don't. They don't. They, they'll dangle carrots later in the For year. Sure. So we're going to talk about uh, some of the uh, trailers that... Uh, uh, dropped at Comic-Con, and I will say out of the five trailers we're going to discuss, um, four excited about, uh, one surprisingly I'm excited about, and one of them that is so bad that it yeah. it doesn't make any sense how bad it is. So yeah. we'll talk about that, Let's too. watch Aquaman. Aquaman. Official? Trailer. Official trailer one. Official trailer one. So not, full, not fi- uh, five minutes. This is the two-minute one, right? Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, My father was a lighthouse keeper. Okay, now we've got the My origin story Queen. where Aquaman is half but human. As a way of bringing people together. Most likely this was uh, retconned at some point. Check it out. Arthur is talking to the fish. Of course, the aquarium scene. That had to be in this movie. Oh, they made yeah. me what I am. The fish in the aquarium listen to Aquaman. Permission to come aboard. I've been looking for you. Your half brother King oh, not Johnny Depp. is about to declare war upon no. the surface world. <laughs> the not like only way him. to stop no. this war is for you to take your rightful place as King. Weird to see Aquaman drive a car. Trust Wait, me, I don't know if I need that. Seat. Do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. That was the worst pep talk ever. I want to strap in. Welcome home. I wonder how long this movie was in post. My brother has come from the surface. All simulated water effects. Challenge me for the throne. Well, underwater man. It's also everything from. uh, like every single scene is like CG overload. I'm yeah. No but at least the dialogue's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get it. He can catch a sword and then try that. Mm-hmm. You think you're unworthy to lead because you're of two different worlds. That is exactly why you are worthy. Awesome. Yeah, Black Manta's in it, and a bunch of fish people. Is coming to the surface. And, uh, I, you know, I, I like people riding sharks. I think that's cool. Underwater shark battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. dinosaurs too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have a parachute, redheads. You gotta love them. Yeah, a lot of really, a lot of bad, yeah. a really bad dialogue. A lot of cheesy dialogue. And that's like the that. stuff that's in the trailer. So you can only imagine what else is in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's the thing about this movie. Full screen, you stupid this PC. Is a, this is a uh, 
this, this trailer could not be more of a mixed bag for me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this I agree. is some interesting stuff in here, but also it's like CG overload, bad dialogue. It's everything that DC has been doing wrong yeah, the, for the, like the last couple of they, they, They've, they've all up. just been, it's like everyone's just, in, okay, just get in front of the green screen and every yeah. action is going to take place with all the stuff behind you, but don't worry about it. It'll be there in post. <laughs> That's the, the entire movie. And I just feel like it's DC that doesn't, it's like when the net, when, when HBO and the Netflix started coming along with really good episodic and the network yeah. executives were like, oh, it's just because they can swear and we can't. No, 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 that's no. Not, that's they not had it. really good scripts. And I feel like DC goes, all right, well, we can do big, crazy things just like Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, Marvel has really good character. It has really good dialogue. They, 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 have, they find people with the ability to write. Yeah. You know, and direct, and, and they've got and the, each, somebody governing each all those things to tie them and all together. People that understand that. the characters. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, I don't know what like where the disconnect is. It's like you know, Warner Brothers owns DC. It's they have access to I, all I, the creators, all the characters. It's like where where is this breakdown? It's got to be. It's got to be. The, the, there's not an, enough of a connection to the source material. It has mm-hmm. to be that. Yeah. Because Marvel is so rooted in the source material. Right. And even when it deviates, it deviates for a good reason. Right. You understand why they made that choice. It's yeah. not just Hollywood like, well, that'll never sell. We need a love yeah. interest or something stupid yeah. like that. Where I just feel like DC is just, they're chasing Marvel. Yes. And they're chasing in the wrong way. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to duplicate. They're it, getting the wrong takeaways. Yeah. yeah they don't like, seem to quite understand why they're good. Yeah. They're just trying to. They're like a cover band. Right. DC is like a cover band, and they yeah. just they just can't come a up bad with, cover a band. bad cover yeah. band, and they yeah. can't come up with their own sound. They don't have right. their own. They can't really play their instruments very well. <laughs> right. And they can't write anything original. Right. There's one thing to go. Oh, and they, they put someone who doesn't understand comic books in charge of their uh, movies. Of like, course, you know, when Zack Snyder was like, "Oh well, he did such a great job with 300, yeah. so he must understand Superman." Yeah. Like, no. No, you no, need to bring really in a Superman like expert. Yes. You need to be someone that has read that up to up all of them. Yes. Knows every mm-hmm. aspect of it, and that person should d- direct it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Start with the fan, like Sam Raimi was grew up and was a huge giant fan of spider-man right? yeah. that's why those first two movies are so, so good. good yeah mm-hmm. and you can see where the third one was somebody somebody in the suit said you like, gotta add more yeah more villains and more <laughs> like, uh, no. and, and it was like that's not the movie i wanted to make and then everybody's and I, gotta cry at the end yeah and then it <laughs> and it showed i mean that was that third movie was a disaster yeah and uh and then they rebooted it which was also a disaster. Yes. Uh, was it? I don't know. I have lost track of how many bad Spider-Man movies there have been. At uh, least two. Yeah. Uh, I think three. three. I think three. Three bad Spider-Man um, You know, and now once Marvel got back a hold of the rights, of course corrected. Let's go to the next trailer. I think this is my favorite one. Now, I have to say, honestly... I'm not as big a fan of Godzilla as you are, Neil, but this, I think this is my favorite trailer, this is, too. This is, like, this is I mean, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Like, seriously, I, I peed a little when yeah. I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have been in Hall H when they were unveiled this year. This would have been bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one thing I'm sorry I missed in the theater. I mean, in the... Our world is changing. Ooh. Oh, that's weird that the, the uh, mass extinction we kids fear. from uh, Stranger Things are getting uh, work on all these other begun. things now. And we are the cause. We are the infection.
Suddenly, Bobby Brown just ran away from the some dust. The Earth unleashed a fever to fight this infection. Its original and rightful rulers, the Titans. So all the Godzilla monsters are called Titans. For thousands titans. of years, yeah. these creatures have remained in hiding around the world. And unless all the Titans the are found, our planet will perish, and so will we. I love the idea that Godzilla and the other monsters are the white blood cells of the planet. Yeah, I know. Like, they're the ones that uh, the planet, like, activates to save itself. Yeah. Well. Which is also goes into the original idea of Godzilla that was, you know, kind of created as a result of the the, the, uh, atomic bomb. Well, it was, yeah, it was sort of like guilt. Yes. So it ties together. So I think it oh, looks, looks, looks so much devastation and destruction. <laughs> it looks really fun. You got everything you want. Monsters. Godzilla. That King Ghidra. The military. Long live the king. But now, just so you know, all the monsters will only be shown in the last 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I read something great about this, too. As many monsters that have been announced are in this movie, um, the filmmaker said, well, there's actually more monsters in the movie that are not in the trailer that you'll see. So uh, I think this could be really, really fun. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm I'm in. I'm so excited. I'm in. I mean, the last Godzilla movie came out four years ago. We talked about that a lot. Yes. And the biggest problem was not enough monster. Not enough Godzilla. Right. Hour and you 15 need minutes. to see more monster. And this yes. is just sounds like they just went, okay. Yeah, we okay, got we're, it. Okay, we're going right. to give gate, you more. We're yeah. going to give you more. You know, it's uh, we have the license. It's not just for Godzilla. There's a hundred other monsters yeah. we can put in. Like, and uh, these monsters have been in numerous Toho films together. Yes. I mean, all together. So this is literally just like taking like, a, to- right off was, a page out of Toho's book. Like, you know, Mothra's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. I is love it, the premise. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, you know, humans have ruined the world. And the only way it was we got to unlock these crazy monsters. I don't know how. That's the only way to save it. That's the only yeah. way to save it. It sounds a little ridiculous, but it's a Godzilla movie. Well, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, obviously just what I know is obviously the... Godzilla and Mothra will be the so-called protagonists, whereas Rodan and Ghidra will definitely be the antagonists. Uh, what was the... Who's the turtle one? That's Gamera. They're Gamera. Not, not the same company. Oh, they're not. But what did Gamera's they not Toho. together? Nope. They're totally different companies. They've never, they've never crossed paths, ever. Never uh, once. Really? Really. Who's the... Uh, who was the other Except one? Except on the famous monsters T-shirt they did, <laughs> Camera versus Godzilla, which is what you know what everybody would love to Who's see. Who's the but. Godzilla monster that uh, teamed up with him? Well, now you're just there's what I know how many there's King Caesar, Jet Jaguar, uh, which was a robot. Um, I mean, again, over the years. Mothra and Godzilla fought on the same side. And fought each other. And fought each other. Right, yeah. okay. 
Um, do you know <laughs> narrow it down a little? Which do you know, I, it look I, like? I honestly thought it was the one with the turtle. Like uh, no. the, I thought they fought together. No, mm, no. Gamera, no Gamera. All right. Sounds I'm like getting my monster movies mixed. My monster like a, movie signals uh, mixed. Sounds yeah. like a DC Marvel mix. Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> you know, pick up the phone and call the uh, call Toho. To, or call Matt Weinhold. Yeah, voice, yeah. So. I must be thinking of his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a shirt with Gamera yeah. fighting Godzilla. But um, so I'm excited for this. I like the idea behind it. I like the fact that they're putting a lot of monsters in it, and I, yeah. I think this is an interesting ramp up to. Uh, you know Godzilla versus, versus King, King Kong. Kong. I yeah. think uh, this is this franchise is moving in the right direction. They're doing the right things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm they excited are. about it. For I sure. like I like the way they've you know they've weaved the stuff together. The whole monarch thing and right. Yeah, the secret society of people following these these and studying these mm-hmm. monsters. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah I can't believe this. I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. gonna find a way to see it. See an early screening of it sometime next year. And the next movie is Glass. Somehow. And I have to say, I never thought this would happen, but uh, I'm interested in seeing another you M. Night movie. See, you should see Split. Yeah. You I, should see it because it ties into this. Absolutely. So and I'm it's actually, actually, And I, it's actually the best movie he did since Unbreakable. So, wow. Like, he did nothing, but he did. I liked M. Night's first two films. Yeah. And then nothing until Split. And, and there have been a fair amount in between. Yeah, there's been a lot yeah. of crap. So this is kind of like a trilogy now, unexpectedly. Yes. So this is the third one in the it trilogy. It to him, apparently. No. <laughs> apparently he was planning it. Maybe this will all make sense if I explain who I am. My name is Dr. Ellie Staple, and I'm a psychiatrist. My work concerns a particular type of delusion of grandeur. It's a growing field. I specialize in those individuals who believe they are superheroes. I love that shot. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Jude Law, and Samuel Jackson. And Bruce Willis is a good guy, and he's good chained up. Yeah. I just keep the thinking. You've convinced yourselves you yeah, have oh, James extraordinary yeah. gifts like something out of a comic book. Oh my God. David Dunn, the only person to survive that train wreck all those years ago. What do you do? I'm in security. You think you have superpowers? It's a feeling. Vision. I have to touch them. You believe you are a protector. My name is Patricia. I have no question. So, there yeah, are two James dozen McAvoy identities. I'm Barry Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. The beast. It's coming any minute now for you guys. But what I am questioning is your belief that you are something more than human. Yeah, the Beast is the one personality that's as evil. And yet, played. right. And it that he worked strong. out for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have Professor X body in this movie. But you have an extraordinary IQ. This is not a cartoon. This is the real world. No way and yet some of us still don't die with bullets some of us can still bend steel i've been waiting for the world to see that we exist may i meet the beast i hope for your sake that he likes you that sounds like the bad guys teaming up 
A lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Plath. Because... You think of the setup was like McAvoy versus uh, Willis, but then you throw Samuel Jackson into the yeah. mix. It like makes it far more interesting. Yeah, like he's got the, the puppet strings. Right. Some, he's got right. some sort of grand plan. Yeah. That he's, you know, yeah. So, uh, and, and what's interesting too is uh, that, you know, M. Night finally, you know, the studios finally got wise to him and stopped funding his movies. Like Split, he had to fund on his own. Yeah. And maybe he should have been doing that years ago because that was the first movie he's good movies made in made, yeah. years. And the only reason yeah. I saw it is because I heard so many people tell me. I never me, saw like, it. Yeah. Yeah. They said, people tell me, he's like, dude, you have to see it. It's really good. I know. I mean, everyone was like, I know it's yeah. M. Night, but you've got to see it. It's actually good. So I was like, all right. And it turned up, um, it turned up on streaming or something. I watched it. Yeah. And it was really good. It was like, okay, this, and then, is, this uh, is the M. Night I remember. And then had a crazy ending that uh, brought not, Bruce Willis Not in. as crazy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it did have that, It well, that's a spoiler, kind of. You, well, I mean, yeah, now we yeah. know it's the yeah. third movie. But the, 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 the stinger in yeah. Split was a new story about, you know, the guy, McAvoy's character, and in a diner, and then camera pans up, and it's Bruce Willis sitting at the end of the diner. Right. You know, and so. This is, I'm like, feel reborn. I'm just like awesome because I love bringing back Bruce Willis's character. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't think it was possible, but maybe he's got one more good movie in him. You know, I mean, there's been a lot of misfires in between. Yeah. Maybe he's found his mojo again. Maybe he's uh, like a. M. Night. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be back making. I mean, split and now this back to back. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, Sounds and, like and, a rally to and me. It's, yeah, and it's, and they're, they, you know, they're, they are tied together. <laughs> 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 they're, you know, tied together. So these, this particular property, obviously this idea, mm-hmm. maybe that, maybe there's, he's got a unique amount of passion for that thing and it make it drives him to be better. I don't, you know, who knows? Because everything else in between No, what will probably awful. happen is that uh, this will get, uh, decent reviews will make some money and then it'll all go to his head again and it'll be an egomaniac again and then make n- 10 more bad movies. Yes. <laughs> but so, that's okay as long as this one is yeah. good. <laughs> and then the cycle will continue again. <laughs> get a uh, crazy lady in a condo pool again. Yeah, I did yeah, not see you'll, it. You'll get the happening. You'll get... I actually didn't see a lot of those in between because everyone just said it was so bad. You'll get so the village. Bothered. You'll get uh, all sorts of stuff. I saw part of the happening and I, mean, I was sad. Yeah, it just yeah. made me sad to, to waste the forty minutes of time time I spent. The video which will make you angry, angry too. Actually, any of those in between yeah, will make you angry. Uh, yeah. So, all right, let's move on to the final trailer, Titans. Now, this isn't a film. This is a uh, TV show that's going to be on the DC the, uh, DC streaming DC universe service. streaming service. Uh, and I I didn't think it was a real trailer. It was so bad. So I, I want to <laughs> let's watch it and then we'll uh, we'll discuss. Uh, because uh, it it really it felt like a fake fan trailer to me. Yeah. Now, Titans based on the Teen Titans. Yeah. Who are younger, and their property skews younger. But no, Hello? let's let's see what happens. <laughs> who are you? Everything led me here, to you. You're the boy from the circus. That's Raven. And Dick Grayson. 
little origin story for Dick Grayson. Yeah, <laughs> flying Graysons, they, his parents died in a trapeze accident. He throws his Robin symbol. He's mad. <laughs> Very moody. Can you help me? Madness, madness. Where's Batman? Fuck Batman. What? Yeah, yeah. you heard that correctly. Yeah. A character in a DC trailer for real just scared. said fuck Batman. But you can control it. <laughs> One that like fuck five with him. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I've become. Sometimes when I feel the darkness, it feels good. I don't know who that character is with the razor feathers that's slicing people My open. I don't know. There's no such thing as monsters. I used to think that. I was wrong. Yeah, the monsters who made this trailer. <laughs> it's you know what it looks like? It looks like a CW show that's amped up the the you know the the moodiness and emo quality is amped up to a thousand. And it also like it's, it's bad enough. Some of those shows on CW can be bad enough with that emo dark movie. And this just looks like they just someone just said, let's just take all the other things out of the show and make it all that. Yeah, and then we'll also and really nothing else. You know, we know it's about the Teen Titans, and these are younger, and then this would attract a yeah. younger audience, a teen audience. But no, let's make it more adult and more brutal, and sure. um, say fuck Batman in the trailer, and uh, really make sure no one watches this. Well, the they're. You know, that's, you know, 15 year olds will watch this. No problem. I guess. 16 year olds the will they'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the smart ones you know. won't. The smart ones will go see Marvel. Yeah. 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 And uh, also, what's so, again, the disconnect, you see this, but then you see the animated trailers. The uh, we, we weren't talking about this one, but the a- new animated trailer for Young Justice looks amazing. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's they brought back that, that uh, Listen, show. Listen, I'm hoping you, well, you'll probably go see it with the kids, but you might, might have to come with you. I want to see the Teen Titans Go movie. I know, so do I. And yeah. I, I want to see that way more than I want to see right. that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same, pro- the same characters. Yes, it is. But the animated show look, is way more entertaining. I, I don't yeah. even know what this is. Yeah, exactly. I'm literally just like, what is this like a Bloomhouse mm-hmm. superhero movie? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What is this? Yeah, it's like yeah. all bloody and violent and dark. And I'm like, I think there's superheroes in it. We don't know until he said, fuck Batman. I guess that's, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're referencing him. And Robin's just like a killer. He's yeah. just a vicious. Yeah. I know. It's like, And this he recruits other killers all. that are uh, the Teen Titans. Like, like, all we're seeing is like, you know, that girl with the razor feathers slicing people open. I'm like, what? what is this? And uh, if you look at the um, the likes and dislikes, it's got way more dislikes than likes on the... Uh, uh, 21,000 likes and thir- 36,000 <laughs> 36, dislikes. dislikes. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Have you, have you added your dislike to yeah. it? Because you should right now. Make, go ahead. Make it 36,001. I got it. It's really... <laughs> oh, screw you making me sign in. Well, I'll so, go do it later. So, anyway, I, yeah, I, there, there's plenty. 
to, to be excited about as far as DC, although it seems like most of those things are animated. Uh, but, yeah. you know, because they also have the uh, the DC animated movies are still interesting, but also you've got Teen Titans, you've got Young yeah. Justice, you've got some really interesting things going on. It's the uh, live action. They still can't um, get it right. I, I don't get it. I mean... The it, only stuff they have awesome. right now is you know, the Flash and Arrow. Those those yes. properties are doing all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Supergirl, for what it is, it's not, you know, it's for what it's geared to, is still... Yeah. It's, it's, it's killed for young girls. Yeah. And that's yeah, great. Yeah. And, it, so and, it's, and it's a good show it's, for that. Yeah. 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 Now, I will say some of the stuff that CW is doing Black streaming... Lightning was actually pretty good if anyone's watching it. I haven't it. seen that. It's yet, actually no. pretty yeah. good. It's yeah. pretty fun. The uh, Some of the streaming stuff is really um, interesting. Like... But again, it's animated. Like if you go on the uh, CW Seed, which is kind of like a subset of uh, CW, yeah. they, they have um, the Constantine. They is, have a, the Constantine one is, really is fantastic, good. and that's another thing I would love to see. They had a panel. I think the Seed had a panel at right. Coming. I would love to see because Matt Ryan was there, and and it's J M Dematius yeah. who's writing it. So yeah. it's an old school comic book writer who gets yeah. the character, right? And it's dark and gross and it's, weird. It's what and the TV show should have been. It's all right. what kind yeah. of, what the character Constantine is from the comics. the comics like and it's even the stuff that the cbs show uh constantine got completely wrong right. like the whole point yeah. is that you know constantine is this kind of a bastard yeah and uh, he's not very likable no and uh <laughs> you know he tries to do the right thing but ultimately with magic is that there's always a price to pay when you use magic there's always a price to pay yeah. constantine thing thing is kind of like yeah, but I usually get someone else to pay it. <laughs> so and, that's kind of his part and of being the, a and bastard. How, and how yeah. they manage to make you still like him is that every right. once in a while you see, he the shows the cracks. And, you, yeah. and he shows the, the cracks. In. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't like it. He doesn't. He, he, he has to. He has to act like it doesn't give, give a crap because he has to make decisions right. that right. nobody right. else will make. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while you'll see him. You'll see that pain underneath him knowing he, he, he doesn't. He hates doing what he's doing, but right. he has to do it yep. because, and, because nobody else will make those choices. And it it came out great. Yeah. Like the uh, there's only one season right now. I think and when I say season, it's like literally yeah, like, thirty minutes. Yeah, of, I mean, like of, seven of, minute like, cartoons. Seven minutes. Yeah, and then they put them together and they make the quote season. Yeah, but there's uh, Vixen is on there, which is interesting too, animated. Yeah. And then uh, the Ray is also interesting. It's animated with the Ray, which okay. is interesting. It reminds me of um uh of shazam a little bit where it's like you know the this kid gets powers doesn't know how to use them and is trying to figure them out uh but the these are are very slow to come out on the cwc like you get because yeah. they're animated they take mm-hmm. forever to make mm-hmm. yeah they so do take a while. uh like i've been waiting for the next constantine episodes forever yeah you know I've but been, i keep going back and checking yeah yeah, yeah i've like, seen oh, all, no, still not there i've seen all so, the so far uh, um, so I, I think there there is definitely a, still a disconnect with DC with animated and uh, I'm you know, so live worried action. about yeah. the Wonder Woman sequel. Yeah, I know. I'm so it was such a one. The first one was so great. I'm, I'm hope s- I'm hoping it wasn't like a uh, like an outlier. I'm like I'm like no, you got Wonder Woman right now. Continue keep, with that path. Keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, doing no, yeah. The- I think it's just a matter of how much studio interference will be. I mean, I think that Jenkins will. She she you know. I think that she'll make. I, I mean, I, I trust her to direct a film yes. that was like the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the writers, if they're, if they're, I don't know, I actually haven't heard who's writing it. I hope it's the same people. If it's the same people, we're good. But as long as the studio doesn't get, come in and say, we, put their fingers in it like Spider-Man 3, Mr. Right, Sam Raimi. Right. That Sam Raimi, probably, he didn't want to add another 
villain to that film. The good news is uh, generally, not always, but generally success kind of gives you a little more creative freedom. So Yeah, uh, so, that's but, the theory. But, yeah. but again, like we saw, Great theory. Like we saw, yeah, yeah, like we saw with happen. Sam Raimi's mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3, it's like right. that, that philosophy, that theory should have played out. It's like, oh, well, right. Spider-Man 2 did even better. Yeah. They should have given him even more, but instead they're like, no, no, you got to add more and more and more. He did the cardinal sin of like uh, after two big, you know, uh, movies that, because the two was even bigger than the first one. He said, for the third one, I want to make a smaller movie. And, uh, you know, I, I swear it's like warning bells went off at the studio. Like, like, no, uh, no. like you know, like an alarm sounded. <laughs> like, uh, like no, raise the stakes, bigger, yeah. more, more expensive. Yeah, there's and, also that, too, that yeah. the arrogance that happens sometimes at the studio level of, like, this thing's made big things, so we got to interfere more. Yeah. Right. We yeah, got this like great, a, we, we got to keep this gravy chain going. Well, then just shut up and stay out of the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then get out, of the, go. get out of the engine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm you know with the second Wonder Woman I'm 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 being optimistic mm-hmm. and hoping that so, the yeah. studio doesn't decide to meddle in it. It was so fun and so great on so many levels. I just I'm but all I'm seeing from DC is like yeah I know really. but this is the only like Wonder Woman is like really the only legitimate unmitigated success. Like there's right. no, no one split on it. You know yeah, the, yeah. it was everybody was loved it it's not like right. you know batman versus justice Superman. league or no, yeah. justice league. it's not Suicide split Squad. And, and all the you know i will say this that like you know some of those movies made money sure they made uh, money they made but, money but you know critically just trounced and yeah. the fans were yeah. not roundly right. in support of no no they right. were not mm-hmm. the so, oh, movies, same thing so, so. like i said i'm being optimistic all right. thinking so, glass half full that's so all. you know you've got a you got a lot of trailers that dropped. Um, definitely some fun stuff, some uh, not as fun stuff, but uh, that's what you get. Uh, but I love the fact that you know you get one weekend where a lot of them drop at the same time, and then we can kind of go over. Yeah, I think it's yeah. cool. I love when mm-hmm. they they you know people drop trailers at Comic Con. Yeah, it makes yeah. Comic Con special, which right. is the thing yeah. I like about it. So yeah, all sure. right, and I honestly yeah, the winner I think is Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, oh without a doubt, most, like most far and away, far yeah. far and away the winner. Close second is Glass. Unexpectedly, yeah. Yes. Unexpected close. Yeah. I didn't even. I was yeah. like, "What is this?" Cl- I didn't go know back, anything about it. Yeah. Go back and watch Split. Yeah, done, mm-hmm. done. Yeah, the, yeah. That this trade, mm-hmm. the glass yeah. trailer is. I have to go see Split now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, fantastic. Um, so, what if like the last fifteen years, M Night was actually kidnapped, and then he finally got free, <laughs> and then now he's like, "I'm back. I'm going to start making movies again." <laughs> That's that seems like it might be might actually be true. I, you know. It's very. Plausible. He was yeah, body. He was just... body snatched for fifteen years, and <laughs> that he was yeah, held. There was a double that came in. Yes. And, yeah. This happens in superhero <laughs> stories all the time. Maybe he just got knocked on the head he and was, had amnesia, and he's, he's, he was wandering around he Argentina for fifteen a, years. Yeah. Who knows? He was replaced with a scroll. You <laughs> yeah, know, somebody somebody came in. Bizarro M Night yeah, came in yeah. and made all these bad movies. Yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm going to entertain that theory. <laughs> Maybe somebody found the antidote. You know, right. he's, <laughs> he's, the antidote. Sure. A bad movie. He was hit with a bad movie serum, and someone yeah. they took him 15 years to make the antidote. Right. Could and, be. And here we are now, split and glass out of yeah. the gate. All yeah. right. Back to the original trilogy. Oh. So, uh, I remember the, there was an interesting article too about uh, when uh, Unbreakable first came out. They uh, the studio again great studio notes. It's like comic books are too fringe. You can't mention that it's a comic book movie or that it referenced comic books. You know you you can't do that. 
That's uh, that will never fly or uh, get anybody into the theater. <laughs> mm, the look at where we are now. The criticisms of Unbreakable. Yeah. I, I was I, at that point. I was like, M. Night Shyamalan is 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 a, I really like. He's a great film direct maker at that point. And people yeah. were like, well, Unbreakable. It's no. Um, what was the ghost one? It was now six cents, and I go. It's not. Yeah, the yeah. Apple same. pie isn't a Twinkie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I will say this. I like not the same thing. A lot Apples better, and oranges. But I will say this about uh, as I was watching Unbreakable, um, I didn't love it, but I thought it was a decent movie. Um, I was admiring how well directed it was, mm-hmm. like well how it was put together, how the shots were put together, the even the use of color, like. Like, even I'm like, well, I'm not really loving this movie, but it was a well-crafted and put-together film. So uh, that makes me even more baffled by what happened after that. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The happening? Yeah. Even, yeah. You know, I really think, Chris, that I was... think you're right. I think he was abducted. <laughs> I really think he was brainwashed. Yeah, something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Somebody was traveling somewhere in some faraway land and found, oh my God, that's M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Who's been making this movie since yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's like, he was drugged. He was in yeah. a POW camp. Yeah. I mean, something. Something happened. <laughs> POW camp. You know, like the, like the series Homeland. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what happened. <laughs> and they finally deprogrammed him. That's why he yeah. made Split and Glass. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm dead serious. Some, some I'm kind of, some some kind of weird filmmakers Manchurian candidate or something. <laughs> 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 filmmakers Manchurian candidate. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Well, this was a great Comic Con uh, wrap up episode, and so, uh, we'll be back uh, next week with our uh, regularly scheduled episodes. Regularly scheduled mm-hmm. episode, scheduled <laughs> episode. Uh, Neil T. Weekly, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? But, by the way, uh, I was this was me, Neil T. Weekly today. <laughs> you never, nobody ever introduced me. I thought it was funny. Oh, oh, we, but yeah, I figured everybody just assumed they knew it was me. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh, look yes. at this sponsors. Look at uh, Aaron helping Aaron us out Aaron coming here. up from behind the booth. Yeah. <laughs> we do need to do Patreon sponsors, as a matter of fact. And you know what? Let's let Neil do the Patreon sponsors. <laughs> Just uh, read that copy under Patreon sponsors. Oh, alrighty. Ooh, this is uh, Johnny Rulon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's promoting his novel titled Green Cheek, A Junkie's Guide to Street Magic. And it is available on Amazon in both digital form and hard copy. For those people who would like to have that physical item in their hand, you can get the actual book. It is an experimental stream-of-consciousness novel which follows the exploits of the muse Calliope and her immortal lover T.S. on a journey through time, dreams, and the hidden places of a supernatural America. You can find that on the website is happyhorrorshowproductions.com. That's for a sponsor there. HappyHorrorShowProductions.com. Uh, HappyHorrorShowProductions.com. Flip the page, you got one left. <laughs> Ooh, the Audacity of Performing Arts Project. They produce after-school performing arts projects in poor, underfunded, and the lowest performing schools. Performing arts education is not a luxury, ladies and gentlemen. Please visit us at http. TP audacityperformingarts.org. Thank you. Those are our right. these are our Patreon sponsors, guys. Thanks, at the $50 Neil. level, Certainly. go to patreon.com slash comedy and for $50 we'll we'll plug your business on every single episode. Yes. And Aaron will remind us if we almost forget. <laughs> got got Aaron out of the chair. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. That's nice. Just get up out of the chair every once in a while. I like to see him on his feet, nimble. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nimble and move. Get the blood flowing. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so uh, once again, so glad that uh, M. Night Manchurian Candidate is gone. Yes. <laughs> is back <laughs> is making back. movies. The M stands for Manchurian <laughs> Candidate, yes. guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Neil T. Weekly, who we didn't introduce at the top That's of the right. show. Hi, I'm Neil T. Weekly. Uh, um, you can find me at Film Nerd Neil at Twitter, mm-hmm. on the Facebook. How many film nerds pop in there every so often? Um, you know, and uh, here every once in a while, right. and on the site, and you Monthly know, every news. month on the uh, the Patreon mm-hmm. uh, special uh, film nerd. Weekly monthly, monthly film, film, film news review. <laughs> the weekly film news. <laughs> That's every month. Yes. Um, also, uh, the only author in the comedy film nerd guide to movies that's kind of hard to track down because he's not a touring road comic to that's get signatures. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's true enough. So yeah, uh, yeah unless you're Aaron, it's going to be tough to get him. It's going to be tough to get him. Him and uh, yeah. So. But uh, there's a couple people that have, uh, you know, tracked him down at the festival and got a uh, got a signature. Get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I'll you know I'll sign just about anything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> loan documents. He'll mind. co-sign yeah. a loan for you. He'll uh, do uh, power of attorney. Power of attorney. <laughs> <laughs> a notary. Yeah, he's a yeah. yeah, he brings his stamp with him. <laughs> Living will. Yeah, he can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> Not legally, but I can do no, it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about this. The yeah, legalities yeah. are hardly worth it. Let's not split hairs. <laughs> just let, let's just let them <laughs> sign it. <laughs> sign it. Um, guys, this week I am in Seattle doing Political Vigilante Live, August 9th. August 10th, I'm going to see Pearl Jam. And then August 11th, I'm doing stand-up comedy. Uh, these are small venues. The tickets are going fast. So you don't want to get locked out. Go to GrahamElwood.com. Also available at GrahamElwood.com is the Comedy Film Nerds live podcast, The Trailer Park, August 25th, The Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. It's the thing we do every year. We show about seven, eight movie trailers, have a couple people. We'll be doing, we'll be interrupting with the, with the microphone. So it's like a live, like. It'll uh, be really fun. Yeah. And it's a blast. We did it. We've done it every year. It's a great space. It's a great space. It's this really cool new theater. So that's August 25th, Comedy Film Nerds live podcast where we make fun of trailers yep check it out and don't forget to visit the comedy film nerds store we have uh the comedy film nerds logo shirts the new ones are there they're going fast they're uh they're they're really cool looking and uh also like we said before the uh, crab feast merchandise is now all limited edition so if you uh are also a listener of crab feast and you want one of their t-shirts get them now before they're sold out do it <laughs> uh my name is graham elwood and i'm chris mancini and as always remember han, han shot, shot first. first king of the monsters <laughs>